0: Welcome to the Mad Hustle podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't wanna win. If you wanna learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come a man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately.
1: Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. Butch Hartman here with Julianne Hartman. Hello, Julianne Hello, Hartman. Hello, oh. how are you guys? Your hair is looking very fiery red
2: today. Notice I didn't say, how are you? I said, how are you guys are out you there? Guys? Oh, good. How are you everyone out there? Because I know how Butch is. Yeah, see, you know, I'm, I'm right here. And he knows how I am, I so I don't need to ask him. I you are, exactly. Right? You know, we did. We actually got a fan email for for this podcast. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yes. Keep going. On you the story. remember? And he said that he really liked the bantering.
1: Yeah, someone did say like the bantering. Yes. Yeah. So they, that, they said it
2: was fun. And that was your... But they don't know. This is not. This is not a put on. This is for real.
1: No, it's it's called being married for thirty years. Uh, yes. Which blows my mind. We have actually been married twenty nine years. Well, we've been
2: together thirty one.
1: God, that's amazing. Have you guys out there, has anybody out there been together with the same person for that many years? Well, is anybody think? out there older than 30? Oh, there's my computer. Let me, yeah. let me let me turn off the Star Trek noises. Yeah. There we go. Is anybody there that's listening over the age of 30? Yeah, that's if you guys are question. over 30. You know, I, what I really love though, I want to tell you guys too, I meet a lot of you out there. Um, it's so funny that people that will stop me in like the grocery store parking lot, or uh, I, I get people all the time that are fans. They grew up with the shows of so fairly odd parents, Danny phantom and stuff. And it's just so touching that these people, um, they're young, they're all in their early twenties, you know, and they're right in that age range when they would have grown up with fairly odd parents. And just to hear the stories that they have, how these shows that I did affected their childhood, they're big friends. Right. A lot of people became artists because they watched fairly odd parents and Danny phantom. And it just means the world to me guys. And, um, Guys, that's what the mad hustle is all about. Because having a uh, a legacy to leave behind, where people um, can be influenced by what you do, that really should be something that motivates you. I mean, yeah, yeah yes, there are some nice aspects to it. Yes, you can afford to make a, a nice living, and you can, you know, have you know nice clothing, and you know you can have a roof over your head, things like that. But at the end of the day, your work, your stories, the things you put out there are gonna influence generations to come. That's why I caution people when they're doing things that let's say are a little bit questionable or let's say they're a bit negative or hurting other people out there. Even if it's something you're saying online, if you're like trying to bully somebody online or trying to cancel somebody, all that stuff is gonna be remembered. You know, even, right. if you, even if you feel like, well, I'm on the right side of this issue. I'm going to go and destroy that person and say something mean about them. Keep in mind, let's say you think you're right. You know, you're probably a younger person, or even if you're an older person doing that. And that stuff on the internet lives forever. I mean, have I been perfect on the internet my whole life? Oh, no, no way. I've done some very dumb things on the internet. But I've never tried to actively destroy anybody's career. And I, you know, and so when you are out there trying to, you know, make it as a showrunner or make, you know, or or impress somebody in Hollywood or sell a show or something, all the stuff you do online is going to be seen. It's going to be seen, yeah, and somebody can see that. So they'll see the kind of person you are, whether you're a good person. But it also with.
2: works, yeah, the, the the exact opposite way yeah. too. I
1: mean, you might be out there trying to hurt somebody, and and because listen, I've had I've had things said about me online, and it's yeah, it's not fun. And you're like, wow, okay, but these people don't realize the more horrible things they say. They're actually hurting themselves by doing that. So anyway, that's one of the cautioning about that. But it's just been a joy to meet so many amazing fans uh, of the Fairly Odd Parents and all my shows, and I'm just so grateful. We're so excited about the Fairly Odd Parents live action show that's coming out soon, and there's our Danny Phantom graphic novel we mentioned last yeah. week, so excited about that, and so many cool things coming up. We have a brand new project I'm going to talk to you guys about that we're working on as well. Super excited, and also if you guys want to do a mentoring call with me, if you want me to um. Get on the phone with you on a Zoom call. We just did one a couple of weeks ago, and it was so uh, well, one of many actually. But it was so cool. The one we did uh, with this uh, young person it was so cool. This person was so um, they were young, number one. But they were on it, man. They were they had their whole game plan down. They had a great project they wanted to do. They had a show bible. They had right. social media going. We gave them a lot of help with their social media uh, during this phone call. It was really real. It was really came out that we really needed to focus on this individual social media because they had a great idea and they were promoting it but their social media needed a little a little yeah. little bit of a, a jet fuel put into it you know yeah
2: it was like a product something someone was going to be uh, something that everybody needs yeah which was really cool and right. so and i love when we get to hear this stuff because i'm like wow i never thought about that and i mean we can't tell you what the product was uh, no not it's it private but i mean right. but
1: again if you guys want to do a, a zoom call with me a mentoring call write to ask at gmail.com i'm gonna have some new art courses coming out very soon as well look for those and if you guys yeah do you do if a... you want to learn how to draw I mean, it is so... I have so, been known to draw a thing or two. Yeah, it
2: was kind of fun because we were showing some friends over the weekend at dinner about how to draw certain things. Well, no, like, I showed
1: a video that I put together about how to Right, how and they're even, like,
2: give me a napkin, quick, <laughs> I want to see if I can do yeah. it. And they did.
1: No, I mean, the little video I made was a very yeah. basic video, but these people learned how to do it very quickly, which was a lot of fun. Anyway, so I'm doing a beginner class, and we'll be doing some more uh, in, intermediate stuff. But keep looking out for those. And guys, if you do want to do a mentoring call with me, it does cost money. We are charging for these. I mean, we don't do them for free. I would love to do them for free, but my time is valuable, just as your time is valuable. I want to respect your time. And also, if you have some skin in the game, if you're paying for a call, you're you're more likely yeah. to do what we ask you to do, or what we or what we kind of guide you toward, because. Um, you know, you've, you've got some skin in the game. You paid for it. So we want you to get them as much out of it as possible. And our goal at Mad Hustle is to help you um, achieve your dream of selling a show in Hollywood or getting a project moving, at least getting one developed. I can't guarantee I'll get you through the gate, but I can get you to the gate. And uh, with that, getting to the gate involves... Oh, wait, we, we have to do a feel-good story. We're going to do our, our feel-good story of the week.
2: Yes, that's so true. Yes, we, we cannot... Go on without it.
1: No, no. We must have. We must have the feel-good story. Now, I want you to look at this picture. Okay. okay. Oh wait. Hold on. Where'd it go? It went away. Oh, there it is. Look at the picture. Oh. It's a raccoon, and he has Aww, his head. Oh, so cute. He, uh, it says firefighters near Detroit came to the rescue of a small raccoon struggling with quite a predicament. Look at his head. Look. That's so sad. He's so cute. I he wish got, you all could see it. Okay, it's it's, uh, it's Macomb County. This is from where I'm what? from. Macomb County Animal Control called the Harrison Township. I'm from this area. Oh, this, my
2: gosh. I can't believe this it. This is
1: in Michigan, Macomb County, Michigan. Uh, they arrived here perplexed the raccoon with its head stuck in a sewer cover. So if you can imagine a sewer cover. It was trying to get out or just ma- see what the weather looking, was like. Imagine you're looking down on a sewer cover. And coming up from underneath the sewer cover is a raccoon, but he put his head through the little grate to get out, and he got stuck. The
2: Oh, the that's so sad, but it's cute. Did they cute. get him out?
1: I mean, that says... Um, well, I don't know. You should call They tried put, They tried putting soap around the animal's neck, but that didn't work. They considered cutting into the cast iron, but that'd be too risky. Finally, they asked a homeowner to bring some cooking oil, so they were able to pull out the body and free the animal at last without any injury. Oh, my gosh. But
2: did the, but did the mm-hmm. raccoon, like, try to bite them?
1: No, I think the raccoon was exhausted by that point. The so pilot. it knew. How long was the poor little guy hanging there? I don't know, but I bet he never does that again. Here, Hats off. To the Macomb County Fire Department for pulling that raccoon. Wow, I bet out that's the of, only thing they had going that day. Uh, well, you never know. They're out. Uh, they're out saving lives all the time, even the lives of raccoons. So, well, by the way, what? now look, again, Mad Hustlers, could you guys make a cartoon out of that, or a story, or a movie, or a play, or some kind of a short film out of a raccoon with its head stuck in a sewer? That's a perfect thing to ask you guys out there. Could you develop a project out of that? We should actually do a contest sometime. Ooh, that'd be fun. Maybe we throw out some scenarios and see who can give us the best take on the idea, and someone will get like a gift card or something like that.
2: Yeah, and you know what else is that um what i want to say about that is um think about it um raccoons are not nice pets for instance we had we had a bathroom outside like a pool bathroom and uh this is many years ago when our when our daughters were really young but um i was in my bed by myself you were working it was like early and i hear all this noise in the bathroom outside and it was freaking me out So I text you and I'm like, you need to come in here, someone's outside. Which was in the bathroom to the, towards the backyard. Right, cause I remember hearing noises out there. Yeah, and so you came, and literally, you opened up the light, and there was a mom and like 20 of her babies, and they yeah. were rolling through the dog food. You know, we,
1: had a, we had a couple bags of dog food out there, because we yeah. kept our dogs outside, and they were eating the dog food. Yeah. Know, the, 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 so, the but then they,
2: and I went, oh, look how cute, and they came to the window, and was like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, like that, yeah, they're very with mean. their claws.
2: Anyway, what are we talking
1: about we're today? We're talking about staying on track, which we have to do during this podcast, we're Yes. Staying on track. Keeping your ideas on track, guys. Because last week we talked about vision burnout. And that was where you get to a point with your vision where you've got this idea. You're talking about it all the time. You're so pregnant with this vision. You can't wait to tell people about it. You can't wait until it gets made. You want to get this series on the air. You want to start winning Emmy Awards and getting your stories out there and seeing your show on TV and seeing it and seeing your film on screen. Or your
2: product. I mean, this is not just entertainment. It's whatever it is.
1: is. Yeah, if it's a product, if it's entertainment, you want to get it out there. But for some reason, it's just not happening as quickly as you want to and the main goal with vision burnout our episode last week was to keep yourself excited about your vision and this right. week goes right along with that that's staying on track stay on track when it comes to your vision so well I want to
2: read something really quick which is kind of interesting right. has to do with tracks Right. And it's okay. So here's the story. The removal of 29 spikes from the tracks by saboteurs caused the train to crash. Likewise, with achievers, seemingly little things such as poor personal and or work habits can cause personal and professional derailment. This is how it would get you off the track. Best-selling author Stephen Covey believes that derailment can happen when one does not clearly distinguish the difference between what is important and what is urgent, he says. The problem is that when urgency becomes the dominant factor in our lives, then importance is not. Urgency itself is not the problem. The problem is that we can get so caught up in doing We do not stop and ask if what we are doing really needs to be done. Interesting, isn't it? Last thing. That's right. Toby believes that effective management is putting first things first. While leadership decides what the first things are, it is management that puts them first, day-to-day, moment-by-moment. This requires one to operate by values rather than by impulse, or the desire of a given moment.
1: Guys, she's just making this up as she goes. You would think she's reading out of a book. But said, no, she's making it up. No, I said... <laughs> oh, no, she's reading out of a book. What's the name of the book? I am, and this is a friend of ours, Bob Harrison. Bob Harrison. He
2: is, uh, it's called PowerPoints for Increase. And I love it If you it want to increase
1: out there, people, get Bob Harrison's stuff. He's yeah,
2: great. I mean, we've got like stories from Colin Powell, Zig Ziglar, um, I mean, Dr. Phil McGraw uh captain sully sullenberger uh all kinds stephen covey rick warren and other super achievers but i just love that story because that's what happens is that how do we deal with the derailment
1: staying on track so what is uh, well read, read, the,
2: read the last part again um kobe believes that not kobe, kobe Covey, C o v e y. Believes that effective management is putting first things first. While leadership decides what the first things are, it is management that puts them first,
1: day-to-day,
2: moment-by-moment. Right. This requires one to operate by values rather than than by impulse or the desire of a given moment.
1: Well, let's go back to the... I love the uh, leadership versus management situation. See, guys, as you're doing your vision, as you're moving things forward down the tracks... Toward the goal, uh, you are management and uh, leadership. Leadership, you're like the person. So right leader-
2: now, maybe you are.
1: Maybe I uh, know. Really, when I was doing Fairly Odd Parents, when I was the only one who was employed in Fairly Odd Parents at the very beginning, I was leadership. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna do this today. and then management. Okay, I'm gonna do a storyboard. Okay, I've got to draw the storyboard. Okay, I'm gonna do a poster. Okay, I've got to draw the poster. And you know, leadership said, we need a poster. Right. Management, Butch said, okay, I'll draw the poster. Now. In that situation I was a one man show. I mean, I'm fortunate I can write and I can draw and do all that stuff. A lot of people can't do all of it themselves, but you know, one of the mentoring calls we had a couple of weeks ago, uh, this person we were talking to really had their act together and was doing a lot of things on their own. They were very young right. but doing a lot of great things on their own. Like I said, guys, I want to remind you of that mentoring call. We'd love to have you uh, join us for a mentoring call just to hear what's your what you got going on, what what, you know, is going on with you what you're all about and maybe we can point you in the right direction to be awesome. Absolutely awesome to talk to you. Go right to, to ask, ask Butch Hartman. At gmail.com. Yes. Ask Butch Hartman at gmail.com. Okay,
2: so how so what happens when those twenty nine spikes are on the tracks? On and the, they're on the tracks yes. or they've been taken off the tracks? No, they were Well, they were they were removed because they were on there and the train went and that's what why it crashed.
1: Well, the 29 spikes were removed from the track because those railroad spikes hold the rails down in the ground.
2: Well, it says, right. So it says
1: the removal of 29 spikes
2: from the tracks by yeah. saboteurs Yeah, because the, spike, the train to crash. I'm
1: drawing a picture. The spikes look like this. These railroad spikes like right. that. So and if you remove it... If you because it holds the rail down like this, right, see those so the, rail? the rail went wherever. Yeah, if you because like, you ever heard that you ever see those old movies. Oh, I've been working on the railroad, yeah. yeah. and you see these guys with the big hammers clang. I remember, clang. I remember, remember Bugs Bunny. Into that we what? Bugs Bunny. I've been working on the railroad. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, little Bugs Bunny. Oh I love Bugs Bunny was so great. Um, look how many Bugs Bunny cartoons were done. Bugs Bunny started in like 1937. I know and then ran all the way as theatrical cartoons for 30 years. Yeah. But didn't become the Bugs Bunny that we know and love until about 15 years in, you know. So right. these things take a while, guys. So listen, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm trying to encourage you and give you the reality of the fact that your vision is awesome, your vision's amazing, but it's going to take a little bit of time to get there. I do meet a lot of young people lately. It's very interesting. I mean, a lot of young people lately who will say uh, well how come um your vision of OAXis hasn't started yet? I'd be like, Well it has started. Well where's the platform? Well it's it's not done well, it's, the way I want it to it's be. It's done, but it's not finished. Well no, it's not it's not Funded fully yeah. yet, but we're getting there. Well, I
2: mean, but the I'm talking about the actual platform. Oh, no, we've the, created it. The uh, coding the, has been done.
1: Everything we have a platform; it's been coded. We are paying for the maintenance every month. Yes, we are. Now, as far as the programming goes, that's our next step. But people want to. It's funny the society we live in today. It's like it's like a toaster, microwave. Thing. At mo, microwave, it, like you put it in, you want it done in ten seconds. Yep. But it's like, look, it's got to take the time that it takes. And if everybody, if anyone out there's got a better way to start a company that's a multi-million dollar streaming service, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, and I would so love to
2: hear your plan. This could be something very minor or something even bigger than what we are imagining for OAXIS. but the bottom line is, is that, you know, what is your daily plan? You know, you have your three-year plan, you have your five-year plan, you might even have your 12-month plan, but what is your daily plan personally and um, professionally? It's really important that you have that. It's it's, it's it's your blueprint.
1: It's staying on track. Let me ask everybody out there. Do you guys eat healthy every day? Or do you eat a bunch of junk every day? I mean, how do you you stay on track with the food that you eat? How do you stay on track with your friend group? How do you stay on track with your relationships with other people? How do you stay on track with your job? How do you stay on track with your car maintenance? You know, you got to take your oil in to get changed every couple of months. You need to go get your car fixed every once in a while to make sure the thing runs properly. Your vision, your product, your, um, your project has to be maintained. It just has to be maintained. So you need to keep up and, and stay tight with uh, a schedule with your, uh, your, your vision because if you don't, nobody else will. And by the way, once it gets going, And you've lived with it for so long and you've lived with it and you're the one that's kept it running all this time and someone hops on board your train, you're like, look, welcome aboard. Here's how we do things here. (laughs) This goes here this does that this does that when I first hired started hiring people for fairly odd parents in a big way it was like here's how we do this here's how we draw Cosmo and they would say well I don't want to draw Cosmo that way and I'd say like well that's how we draw him so you're either going to draw him this way or you can't stay here that sort of thing right you're gonna have have to get a boss's uh, demeanor as well I'm not talking about being a mean person I'm talking about a leadership confident um, demeanor you know because believe me, there's a lot of bosses out there that get run over by the employees because the boss is a nice person and doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Being a leader isn't about hurting people's feelings. Being a leader is about leading. It's about pushing you know, people in the right direction to achieve the desired result. You know, But if you're going to worry about the offense... I'm not saying to go out and directly offend anybody. It's not what I'm saying. But a lot of people are worried about offending people. Well, I don't want to tell them what to do because they'll get offended. Look, man, you're the boss. This person needs to do this or the job doesn't get done and everybody gets affected. You need to go tell this person not to do that or, or go tell them to do that. One of my favorite things as a boss ever was congratulating people. And making yes. a big deal out of people. Yeah. I would love to praise people in front of other people who did a good job. That was one of my favorite things to do. Because as the boss, when you praise somebody in front of everybody else, that means the world to them. That's one of the joys of being a leader, and it's great. So staying on track will allow you to achieve the desired result. Achieving, I'm saying it again, achieving the desired result.
2: Yeah, staying on track, and that goes along with staying focused. We've I'm sorry, got- what? No, yeah. <laughs> but no we've got to stay focused and let me tell you man it is not easy to stay focused especially with that handheld device in your hand
1: yes i know in
2: anybody's hand it's like it is a time zapper so just know that your time can be completely uh zapped and removed and you don't even realize how much time has gone by until you look at the clock and you're like oh my gosh i've sat on facebook i've sat on instagram i've looked at tiktok for the last hour i got nothing done and it's very easy
1: to do she's trying talking she's talking directly to me guys. no no no, no, no. i'm talk, talking but to, she's pretending she's not i'm talking i'm on to onto her game i'm talking to everyone who's well you're looking right at me i'm yeah i know you're the one in here I know. but I'm talking
2: to everyone, and I'm talking to myself, too. I really limit myself. I, I just do. I've got too many things to do, and if I even start on uh, Instagram, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Let me go into that. No, no, no. Stop it, Julianne. Stop it. Yeah,
1: they're time machines, for sure.
2: And that is definitely, that to me is a derailment in my day. Oh, yeah. And we got to be really careful. So. Oh, yes, indeed. So how do we stay, stay on track? Uh, we need to make sure that we're really keeping focus on the details of what you're doing.
1: Well, yeah, guys, listen. You know, um, and as, as I said, when it's we just talked to a, a young person recently. Uh, this afternoon and uh, young person and they had just shut down their business they were they had a business they were doing and they shut it down it's like wow you've already got a business and you're shutting it down you're 20 because this person said I needed to stay more on track with these other things and this business was sort of not working as well as I wanted it to that's such a mature so I was we were very impressed with this person and we thought "Hmm." so we asked if we could do a counseling session with them oh I'm kidding they they can counsel us for sure but
2: no but it's true because it's she. what a Smart girl. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what a smart girl. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I I just know that with all the vis- uh, with all the um, mad hustle. Uh, podcasts that are out there we've done this is like 53 now or 54 it's over a year thanks right? for
1: being with us for over a year guys
2: so now we know that you've listened to enough to where you should be right on track we want to see traction on this we want to see movement we want to see you go like wow okay I know where I am I know what I'm doing I know where I'm going um, you know I want to
1: say too, um to stay on track let's let's look at a, a couple things that'll help you stay on track number one is to avoid distractions and whatever's distracting you in your life, even if it's you, you need to adjust it. I'm not saying remove you, but I'm saying, look, if you're somebody who plays video games too much, that's a distraction. Well, if you. Yes. Well,
2: yeah. And I'm, it makes you exhausted. I'm, One other point I wanted to make, too, was well, to maintain proper um, fuel for yourself. That means eating, talking that about that yourself means here.
1: Sleeping. Right.
2: Yeah, because when you're tired. Oh my God, my brain doesn't work. Does yours? Yours works better than mine. Well, when I'm I, get exhausted. Up, I
1: get up earlier than you.
2: Yeah, and that I get up at seven, so he gets up at six. I but get up at six. And the problem is we go to, we go to, bed, we go to bed around midnight, 11, around yeah. 11, I don't,
1: I don't think I need as much sleep as you, although I love sleep. I'm well, a big fan know. of sleep. Yeah. But the thing is, if, if it comes between, if it's either sleep or getting something done, I have to get this thing done. But I'll tell you one thing. when I was When I was doing stuff at Nickelodeon, I had to avoid distractions because I had to get storyboards done. I had to get scripts done. I had to deal with employees. I had to get editing done. I had to get music mixed. Had, you had to come home to us. Yeah, well, then there were you guys. Yeah, of course. I had to go to home to my beautiful family, my beautiful girls, and play with them all night long, my little daughters, and then go back to work at night. So, I mean, that was that was just what I had to do to stay on track. So whatever you have to do Whatever price you have to pay to stay on track, you pay it. And don't forget about that, guys, because no one's going to keep you on track other than you. There's the people that are successful that stay on track. Then there's people that don't stay on track who wish they'd been successful going, what happened? What happened? Oh, squirrel. You know, and then they get distracted. Yes. So, Oh, very easy. We want to see you guys stay on track. So all I right? want
2: to stay on track and give you your trivia question. All right, let's do it. Here okay. we go. I didn't give you so, one yet, or did I? Aside I from to. starring together on Two and a Half Men. Yep. What do actors John Cryer and Charlie Sheen have in
1: common? Aside from starring together? Mm -hmm. uh, They were both in John Hughes movies. Okay. One was in Ferris Bueller. What's the name? Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller. Okay. I got that right? Yep. You're not reacting in a more amazed way. You should be amazed by that.
2: Okay. So what... what,
1: Pretty in Pink, John Cryer, and then right. uh, Charlie Sheen was what, in Ferris Bueller.
2: Right, but what was the character that John Cryer played? Oh, Ducky. Oh, dang it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fine,
1: you got it all. I didn't like Pretty in Pink. It's a boring movie. Yeah.
2: Well, no, I liked it. Was it was more, for me, it was a girl movie. Yeah,
1: uh, it was boring. Ferris Bueller is very funny. It's very funny. Very I, funny. Movie. Yeah, I still. I'm going to give you a trivia question. Yes. Though. What's your trivia you question? You haven't given me one. Here is one from, oh, here we go you'll never get this. Ever. Well then why? Why well, do I going to give you two questions from the same show, Gilligan's okay. Island? Yes. What's the name of the boat? SS Minnow. Very good. Here's the other one. Ginger's last name.
2: Oh. Ginger
1: Ginger. You know Ginger Root? I don't know. No. Ginger Grant.
2: Oh, Ginger Grant. Actually, Ginger Grant. I did she remember. She was a that. movie star. The
1: movie yeah, star.
2: That professor. Tina Louise. Mary I know, guys. Here. What a,
1: <laughs> that's right we should go as gilligan and ginger for halloween once that be, would be, be a great but we'd ginger. have to do
2: something with your hair well no he had dark hair oh well, had dark hair yeah we oh that'd be so I'm fun. actually older
1: than gilligan bob denver at the time he was like 35 yeah he had to
2: maybe lose some
1: weight i yeah I, 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 well I, he I, was for, scrawny. for many reasons yeah that was good though okay
2: i got yeah i just don't remember grant
1: but yeah ginger grant okay. all right guys let's but see, i we, do
2: remember to say we goodbye. Got, we
1: have to go you said what to say goodbye. Yeah, say goodbye. So don't forget, guys, the dream is free. But the hustle is sold separately. We'll catch you guys on the next Mad Hustle podcast. Bye. See you later.
0: Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle podcast. We hope you were encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.